Hello and welcome to another episode of Badminton Science. I'm your host Robert Johnson and uh, I thought it would be appropriate to talk about th- something in line with the with the Antonsen's move to Dubai which is his uh, his way of of actually creating his own uh, possibilities for uh, for improvement and uh, I actually <laughs> I don't know the English word for this and I hate it because it's uh, I really need this English word but I can't find it because it's um, it's um, it's not like you can directly trans- uh, translate it to to English which sucks but um, uh, basically this is about how you can do what you can do to become the best athlete or the best badminton player that you can be and i'm gonna uh, do it based of a um a perspective which is that we don't have the resources to to play at a national center or uh, you know the club you play in have sessions in in the morning you maybe what you you have work uh, in the day you have school or whatever um, this is like how we can ma- how we can do this sort of um, professional setup, uh, but without the professional resources. So, a big part of this is gonna be the practice we do before school or work. Now, I I said in the Swedish podcast that I've just recorded. I worked in a grocery store for a while, and uh, some mornings I begun work at 6 a.m., which is really early. And before that, I don't think we can benefit that much from from working out before, uh, since it's um, like yeah, I had to wake up at like four if I was gonna do the um. Uh, do the workout before and and I think that it's too early like I understand that you can do it I just don't think it's the most smart approach now if you can do it then do it it's it's totally fine it's just I have to go to bed earlier in order to be fully recovered Um, but I'm gonna talk about uh, this in the sense that maybe have more of a normal job you have a normal uh, school schedule where you begin at eight or nine o'clock in the morning and you quit by like 16 17 uh, so uh, we have the the part of the practice but we also need to talk about nutrition because nutrition is a big part of of any athlete's journey into becoming the best self since it's um, it's responsible for it's responsible for recovery for actually being able to perform and um, well-being and so on. So nutrition is going to be a big part of this as well. We're going to talk about uh, video analysts. Oh, I couldn't pronounce this the last time either. It's so it sucks. Video analy- analysis, analysis, video analysis. Okay, whatever. It has to be. You understand what I'm trying to say. And that's going to be of your and others, uh, other players' matches. And practices. Um, however, I think you should focus more on looking at people 
in your own level, sort of. So if you are kind of a beginner, then you won't benefit that much of looking at Axelsen's um, shots uh, or like where he places them or why he does what he does. Because if he's playing against Shu Tian Shen and you're like, why did he play that shot and why was that good? Because when I do it, it nothing happens. Well, first of all, he has a technique that is basically perfect. Like you can't really improve that much on it. Of course you can in the future, but as of right now, we don't really know how to do it any better than he does it. And he, the players play really different depending on who they are facing because of the, their knowledge about one, uh, one another and their, their strengths and weaknesses and so on. So it might not be really relevant to look at how Axison is playing against the top players. However, you can look at, at his movement and um, a, a, some parts of his game you can look at. But the tactical might not be the best, best thing to look at. But footwork technique, you can really copy a lot of things that he's doing and uh, like why he is he um, uh, like is he moving? If he does a lift, like where where does he move then? And there are certain things that you can that you can do, but yeah, you need to be to be honest about that he's on a different level, so so you might not benefit as much as you think. And I would also recommend that you listen to, that you don't have any commentators on, because you need to really reflect by your own. Uh, because if you have Martin Frost or Steen Peterson or another uh, great commentator, then they will tell you um, what, like they could be his coaches. So they understand the game at such a high level that you don't get to reflect on your own. And the part... The big part of this is that you get to think about the sport. You have to think about everything. So don't listen to the commentaries. Just turn it off and like really think and analyze on your own. So that's one part. Uh, so I, I would also I would recommend you to, if you can, look at people in your own sort of um, level. If you can't find that, then go look at some. I, I recommended that you go to badmintoneurope.tv or like the Badminton Europe um, streaming service. Look at some qualifying matches to smaller tournaments. Uh, look at some finals in smaller tournaments. Like look, look at a, a vast majority of like no, look at just lots of different matches and and just like pick apart like the first 11 points or the from the 11 break to the twin to the end of the set or do something in that sense just to uh, to really become good at analyzing uh, what's happening um, because it, it can be too much if you're gonna do the whole game it's it's hard to like rewind if you're gonna watch the whole game so or the whole match so pick pick some part of the match and analyze that and then, of course, I would recommend you to really film when you're playing badminton, play when you're doing some exercises uh, uh, or some drills in badminton. Uh, film when you're doing some strength exercises that you might like, ah, I don't know if it's good. Film them, look at them and uh, try to analyze as, as well as you can. 
and then you need to, and also a big part of this is the reflection of your own um, development and your own um, journey so to speak so so it's, it's a big part of just the reflection am I doing good what am I doing good what am I doing bad what can I be better um, am I improving why am I not improving and like really start to reflect on your own um, uh, game and so on so if I were to work um, like now I'm, I'm studying but it's on it's not on campus right now so uh, I'm very flexible I could easily work out whenever I want to and um, um, there aren't a lot of people that has that opportunity so I'm, I'm just gonna talk about if you're if you start at 8 or 9 in the morning and you go off at 6, 16 or 17. So 4 or 5 in the afternoon. And I'm gonna... Uh, like if, if you're trying to be the best as you can be without the resource, then you probably can't work out more than... Uh, you, can't pro you can probably not play badminton more than 3 times a week in the club and... Uh, there might be a competition or a tournament in the weekend. But so I, um, I said badminton on Mondays, Tuesdays and Thursdays in the evening. And then I, I want to have two uh, conditioning um, aerobic sessions a week in the morning. And I want strength two times a week in the morning. And on the weekends, if it's not a tournament, then I want to uh, to have some sort of heat or footwork session. Uh, if you can't do a footwork session, then it, of course it's heat or the conditioning work. And I have two to three evenings where you basically do the video analysis. So let's just get started on, on Monday. So... An easy aerobic conditioning session in the morning and that's like you know it should be about an hour where you can breathe through your nose and then out in your mouth so controlled breath don't get too tired um, just working uh, the heart like get going uh, at the start of the week and then a better session in the evening Tuesdays strength in the morning and if you don't have access to the gym, it's totally fine. You could do a lot at home as well uh, I'm gonna release a, a, a home workout schedule on sugiyamabadminton.com uh, But it could be like you could do core exercises at home. You could do push-ups. You can do um, Calf raises or whatever you can do a lot at home so you don't need to think that you need to go to the gym to do some strength. Um, just do something. And then badminton in the evening. Rest on Wednesday morning. So maybe you um, you sleep in a bit. Just get one more hour of, of rest and recovery. Or you go up at the same time as you do, do the previous days, but you do some light yoga, some light stretching, um, or maybe just get some things done in the morning. 
and then on the evening you do some video analy analysis and uh, that could be as I've said previously it could be of your own games uh, your own practices or um, some just match you find on YouTube it's it's totally fine and now the two uh, now this gets interesting because now there are more things um, that we're going to talk about and that's the um, conditioning work on uh, Thursday morning and when we work out in the morning the um, the nutrition or the the meal that has the most impact on your performance will be the thing you ate last the, the big meal you ate the day before so after you after you've done your video analysis then you eat and that food that you eat after will be the fuel for the morning workout the next the following day so that's important um, and then the breakfast won't be as important as the meal be the day before okay but so doing the conditioning work and then you need to like really eat because the conditioning work on Thursday is going to be really hard so it could be some badminton specific um, things like I would recommend if you can to do some footwork um, if you have a room in your gym available or or anything uh, that you can actually do um, but if you don't then you can go on a bike and you can just um, do some really hard uh, intervals where you uh, don't like you can do, do 30 seconds on 15 seconds off for one round and then you do 15 15 then you do like one minute rest five seconds to 55 seconds and then you go back like it can be really a really big variation because badminton in nature is very uh, like you you don't know how long a, a, a rally is gonna be so it that's like the this is the part where you try to make your body adapt to not knowing what's gonna happen so so you could do that or you could do like a set of uh, like or you could just decide that okay so i'm gonna do 30 seconds on 30 seconds off uh 10 rounds uh learn some easy work two minutes then do it again for 10 minutes easy work for two minutes and then again so three rounds of 30 30 so yeah or you could do some max sprints where you do like 30 40 seconds of your maximum work and then you like really decrease the load and just like pedal on the bike to recover uh, until you're fully recovered and then you do it again for like three four five times and then you're done or it could be some four by four intervals or whatever something about it's going to be quite hard on on thursdays and afterwards you need to like really focus on your nutrition to to actually recover before the night session with badminton since it's the most important um, session and in order to to actually perform and recover and so on you need to focus on like getting some some carbs in in you uh, after you're done with the conditioning work on, in the morning and then one to four hours before your badminton session you need to consume a lot of food uh, you need to have a really big meal because that's going to be the the fuel for the session and i would recommend four hours like this can totally it could be it's up to you but i would recommend that and then 
do um, a snack of it could be some um, one hour before uh, you can do some yogurt and granola or uh, oatmeal um, some healthy sandwich or something but you, you do a big meal four hours before three four hours before and then a small snack uh, which is really carb heavy uh, one hour before the the 30 to 60 minutes before the session and now it gets interesting because as i've said just before the session or the meal the night before will fuel you for the morning session but after the badminton session on fridays we have a strength session so the meal after the badminton session on Thursdays need to actually recover. It needs to be a, a meal for recovery, but also for fuel. So it needs to be big. You need to like eat a lot. So uh, in order to do this, like uh, as soon as the, the session is done, you need to consume some carbs uh, and some protein just to break the <laughs> to stop the breakdown of the muscle tissue. So you get some. You don't need a lot of protein. You you actually need really small volumes of protein i don't remember the exact amount but it's like just get some sort of easy protein you don't need a protein shake like you can do or you don't need a full scoop of protein powder you can do half a scoop and like two bananas or something like that but just get some protein and some carbs just to stop the breakdown of the muscle tissue get home shower eat uh, a big meal of lots of carbs some protein um, and just like get yourself ready uh, and then uh, as I've said Fridays you do strength in the morning uh, if you don't have um, if you don't have a tournament on on the weekend you can do the strength session in in the evening as well but I think it uh, it's good to do it in the morning to get some recovery but there is also um, um, there is some value to doing it in the evening because you can actually recover from the day before which was quite hard uh, if you if you're having a tournament on the on the weekend then you can do just some sort of like video analysis or um, some reflections or some goals of what you want to accomplish during the weeks and it doesn't have to be like oh yeah I'm gonna win the tournament uh, it could be um, I want to, to actually implement this in my game. I want to practice this. Um, and uh, yeah, just like do some some reflections and some some conscious thoughts about the tournaments that are coming. And if you don't have a tournament, then um, you need to, um, to, to do some hit or some footwork. I would prefer some footwork. Even some intense badminton training is perfect. Uh, like some multi sessions or uh, yeah, some really intense and, and hard uh, badminton practice. You could also do some sort of uh, strength if you want to as well, or some core or some uh, some uh, how do you say injury prevention exercises. And then on Sundays we rest. So um, yeah, just uh, relax. Uh, maybe go for a walk um, without anything, without headphones on. Just like be in your own thoughts and um, and think. 
and like really try to stress down. Maybe do some video analyze, analysis as well if you have a tournament and you can look at your own games and, uh, and reflect on it. Uh, but I can also say that uh, if you don't have any tournaments during the, the coming uh, weekends, then you can actually do go a bit harder on Monday morning uh, with the conditioning work. So you can do, I still want it to be aerobic work, but you can do um, slightly harder aerobic work. So say that you, I want you to do like, I'm just going to say something like 135 to 140 uh, uh, heartbeats per minute. So the heart rate is supposed to be somewhere around 135 to 140. Then maybe if you don't have any tournaments coming up, then maybe we increase it to say 140 to 145 or 145 to 150. But you're still keeping aerobic, but we can go a bit harder. Uh, but it depends, like if you have never done um, this sort of week weekly practice, like with that much volume and that many sessions and uh, like going up early every morning, then yeah, do the easy things and just build into it. And... Um, yeah, I think I've said a lot. I said uh, a lot of. I had a good monologue on on my Swedish podcast, but I don't really remember what I said, and that's kind of irritating to not remember. Um, but uh, yeah, like look, also find out what resources you have uh, available to you. Do you have anyone in the club that that knows a lot of about nutrition or uh, how you should uh, structure your uh, workout schedule with the strength and conditioning work? Um, like yeah, f find out if there's anyone who can who can help you with that. And also now I remember what I said. Uh, there's some sort of saying. I don't know if it's a saying, but you need to become a PhD in your own sport and like so that means that basically when you do your bachelor's degree it's three years so then you finish up with a paper uh, and uh, objectively it, it's not that hard uh, if you're if you're a master student because then you have more academic school so a master thesis is five years and then you go on to um, to eventually become a PhD and that's like I think it's 12 years to become a PhD but this means that you need to really really understand what 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 it takes to become a, a really good badminton player like understand every part of the game not at all not at once but you need to actually understand everything that goes into badminton like what's the mental game uh, how's the footwork the technique the actual uh, muscles the biomechanics of it, like the technique in your strokes, the technique in your footwork, the technique in the gym, how you're supposed to be eating, uh, when you should eat, um, the mental games you can play, and uh, um, like become your own coach, basically. And you need to be extremely knowledgeable about badminton. You need to understand everything. And I wish I had understood this when I was younger. 
Um, but I I kind of didn't. So you need to really, really, really understand badminton. And just just try to to look at it as a as a learning journey for you to um, to understand more about the game badminton in order for you to improve. And um, I think that when we look at it as that as we just we're students and the sport um, or the the subject of of our study and learning is badminton, what goes into it. Um, then I think we can can actually learn quite a bit and do some uh, yeah just, just learn that's basically it just be learn as much as you can about badminton in in every sense of the way as a player as a coach uh, as a strength and conditioning coach as a nutritionist uh, as a sports psychologist just try to understand every part of the game and implement it on your on yourself and just reflect on it um, you can do some, some basically schoolwork where you give yourself give yourself an assignment like, uh, how has badminton changed, or how has the top of the game changed from nineteen eighty to twenty twenty two, for instance, uh, or uh, what's the most important part of uh, of the footwork besides technique or. Give yourself some assignments and like really try to study, think about them and and just learn as much as you can. And I think that if you do that, then you will have a good chance of uh, maybe not becoming um, the world champion, the national champion. Um, but you can really improve and you can be become the best ver- version of yourself. Um, so yeah, that that's my... Um, tips and tricks for for doing this um so yeah thank you for listening i hope that uh, you've learned something from this episode uh merry christmas next week we'll uh, we'll talk i'll probably do some like year resume 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 uh, a year yearly recap of of the badminton society in uh, uh of 2022 and some predictions of 2023 something like that yeah so um anyways uh thank you for listening and uh, merry christmas bye bye